Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have a phenomenal episode for you. Uh, we are going to be talking, we have a conspiracy theories. We have the rookie training camp or the mini camp. Uh, for timeout, we have old classics returning. We have the fruit snack of the summer. We have disgusting alcohol. And uh, music festivals are officially back. We are going to close it out with the rank. This has been a big topic on a lot of sports uh, talk radios, so we decided to hop on it. It is what out of the big four is the hardest championships to win. Uh, obviously, we'll be ranking all four. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the, uh, the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. It is good to be here. Uh, like I said, we are remote for this time, but we will be back in the studio next time. Um, you know, how's it been going? I'll, I'll actually start this off. Uh, what did I do? F- oh, actually, it was a big weekend. I was going to say I did nothing. Um, my two buddies from Texas came into town. Uh, I haven't seen him since his wedding, so that was pretty exciting. Um, I grew up with him. So we had the whole gang back together, but two, just Dan and Eric weren't here. Uh, oh, a lot man. of fun. We played a new game called Koob. Actually really fun. I walked into the park where they were like, hey, we're playing Koob. I thought they were like calling another game a weird name. But it's actually really fun. It's basically you have like a – is it a bit time where you hand off in race relays? Yep. Yeah, okay. So you basically have like batons and there's like basic or there's like blocks on the other side and you have to throw it like a bag, but you have to knock these blocks down. And then there's a bunch of other rules, but I kind of forgot them. I just had to learn while I was going. But a lot, a lot of fun. I highly <laughs> recommend Kube. What's it called? K U B B Kube. Yeah, would have never Or at least that's how John just told me to say it. So I guess I have no backup on actually the how to pronounce it. It was actually a lot of fun. Uh, we did that, and then uh, one of one of the guys that came with my childhood friend is from Texas. So where did uh, these guys decide to take him to our first dinner? Put a barbecue spot. Oh. <laughs> uh, he gets the barbecue, and he's just looking at it. He's like, what is this? They're like, yeah, oh, you know, it's a pretty good barbecue spot. We took him to Sheffield's. He, like, takes a bite. He's like, I mean, it's not very good. Yeah. We're like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, whoever thought of Sheffield's, I was like, Real bold strategy taking the text in there. I was like, this guy gets barbecue every day. Or it'd be like honestly like beer now. You, you could smoke. take him take him to smoke. That's a really good one in yeah. Chicago. Or Q. So that's what I said. I, mean, why I said not take smoke. him to something that's actually from Chicago. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not another Texas themed style food cuisine type of thing. I so that's where to, I came in. I got Al's B for Portillo's. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, or that's a, exactly or a steakhouse or something like that. Yeah, a lot better took options. Them to, yeah. oh, we took him to Lou's and then Pertillo's. Nice. And then Stay on nice. the last night, we all had a big get-together at the old apartment, and he ordered one of the most power orders from Pertillo's I've ever seen. He ordered a big beef sweetened hot peppers, a large fry, and a large chocolate cake shake. So Ooh. we're eating at the apartment, and I'm like, dude, you're going to be – 
I was like, pop a squat on the couch, like find a seat where you want to be for the next like eight to 10 hours. And he, he was like, ah, oh, man, I think I can handle it. And I was like, okay. I was like, I guess I don't really know you that well, but I was like, I just know what it's done to every other person in the city. Uh, so he eats it. He starts down in the, uh, the milkshake and he gets to the bottom. He's like, Oh my God, there's an actual piece of cake in here. I was like, welcome to the Midwest. I'm like, that's how you do it. It's not like a, it's not like a cake flavored shake. It is just a shake with a blend up pieces of cake in it. Yeah. They throw the cake in there. Yeah. So we got him a big spoon, like one of the bar spoons, for like the twisty handle. He ate the whole piece of cake and maybe like five, six minutes goes by and he comes into like the circle talking and his eyes are low. He's looking all sleepy. And we're like, how are you doing? He's like, not going to lie. Knock me on my ass. He ended up <laughs> falling asleep at like probably like 830 during the middle of the party and stayed asleep the entire time. Wow. I left a little after midnight and he was still conked out on the couch. And I was like, uh, I was like, don't wake the sleeping prince. I'll tell him goodbye tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, that's a, that, that type of order is a food coma. 10 out of 10 times. Well, dude, I always forget how big the large is. And it just, like, got there, and I was like, that's that's a ginormous shape. I mean, it's got the, such the wide top, too. I'm like, dude, that's just a big yeah. shape. Yeah, he, like he 30 ounces. Like, <laughs> it's, oh, like yeah. the, it's like the size of a child. <laughs> yeah. Here's your chocolate cake shake, baby. <laughs> I wonder. I want to know how much it actually weighs because it was. I, I like lifted it up. I was like, "You can curl this bitch." Um, but yeah, and then I went golfing. Uh, didn't play the best, but had a lot of fun. Um, that was my weekend. How about you? Let's go, Nick. My weekend was good. I was in Cincinnati. Drove down to Cincinnati to surprise my buddy Jeff um, for his thirtieth birthday. We had a couple guys in town to surprise him for that. Um, his girlfriend organized the whole thing, which was really nice. She's like, oh, you guys show up here, and I got you a hotel room and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, so that was good. Uh, he was very surprised. Happy birthday, Jeff. Yeah, happy 30th, Jeff. He's a listener. Uh, yeah, big milestone. Um, we didn't really have anything planned for the rest of the weekend, but we figured it out as we went. Uh, drank a lot, played some golf. Um, the hotel we were staying at had a really nice hotel bar, so we were drinking cocktails there, uh, You know, eating food just guys being dudes. So that was a fun time. Uh, it was good to see. I hadn't seen him since well before the pandemic. So kind of weird, like that it's been over a year since seeing, uh, some really close friends and, uh, it's good to be kind of back on that train. So. That's awesome. Happy birthday, Jeff. How many times did you guys use the, my name is Jeff joke on him? Uh, zero. I don't know that joke. What is that? <laughs> really? I think you got a 21 jump street. I forgot how he says it, but it's like something like, I think if I remember correctly, it's like one of the scenes is the guys are on the drug that they're trying to find. And I think it's like a teacher stops and is like, Hey, what's going on with you? Or no, that's not it. I think it's what from is a different it? movie. Man. <laughs> My name oh, is Jeff. Got it. Got it. No, it's from the second jump street. And it's at the beginning scene <laughs> when he is, uh, they're doing the cartel bus and like the one guy comes up to an American accent and he's like, this is my hombre over here. And he just like hits him with the, like, instead of a Spanish name, he just says like, my name's Jeff. And everyone's like, Oh, that's really funny. Okay. Yeah, no, we made that joke exactly zero times. Um, wow. so shockingly, 
Um, if only I'd known beforehand, I would have I would have changed it. I don't think many people even knew that there was a second Jump Street. Dude, it was like a big meme on Vine back in the day. Oh, Ooh, but I'm thinking Vine, this is yeah. like when Vine, when the yeah. damn Daniel stuff happened. Mm. We said that to Dan for an entire year. Oh yeah, that that, <laughs> had, that still hasn't stopped. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I definitely. It was like a solid twelve months. Three times a couple weekends ago when I saw him. That uh, Vine really walked so that, or crawled so that um, TikTok could could walk and run in some ways. It was the precursor. I wonder. Yeah, wonder what those guys are doing now. Anyways, um, Johnny, let's go to you. How was your weekend? It was good. Uh, well, I was actually at home all week. Uh, I'm actually in the suburbs right now, as you can tell. In my old room, it's now painted pink. It's my sister's room. Um, so that's how I spent my week up until Friday. Got to go back to Chicago, which was nice. Have a room in a, and or office <clears throat> to actually uh, hang out. Uh, and... Really didn't do much actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. Wow. Wait, do you kick your little sister out of her room when you go home? Absolutely not. I'm actually in the basement. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> I was like, that's I kinda, sleep, no, I sleep, dark. I sleep and I work in the basement. Oh. Yeah, all week. So actually, like, it's because I have to. Uh, well, I don't have to, but I help uh, take her to school a couple days a week, uh, pick her up, and then drop her off so that's kind of a hassle but thank god she's done in two weeks which is really nice so i'm excited for that so we won't be traveling as much hopefully get to golf a little more which I actually got to do yesterday uh in the middle of a storm uh, battling uh battling the elements it was fun wow dedication I impressive like yeah how'd you hit him pretty good actually uh well not too bad until it actually just you couldn't grip the club like at all. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, oh, you got to get some rain gloves, man. I know that like, thing. Oh yeah, they're like twenty bucks, either. and it's uh, the wetter they get, the more stick they have. <laughs> that doesn't it's make any sense. That, no, it just doesn't yeah, make that. any sense. That's weird. It's like the how the adhesive works on the glove. If you look at them, it's kind of like a a suede or like a a fleece. And then, like, the wetter they get, it just, like, grips. But hmm. you have to wear two of them. You can't just wear one. It, it's a pack of two. Uh, gotcha. Interesting. Go on Amazon. They're, like, 20 bucks for the foot joy ones. That's what I got. They're, they work good. Yeah, because, I mean, it wasn't really the left hand, the usual glove hand that I was having trouble gripping. Yeah. The other hand, yeah. But, uh, All right. yeah, that's my weekend. Excited to, uh, to golf this weekend, though. I know we are gonna we are gonna miss Nick, yeah. but hopefully next weekend we will do the beer league scramble quest for sixty nine. Um, yeah, we I, will see. I really want to do it. I've just been out of town the last two weekends. The weeks have been busy, so I'm just like, I need I need a day to to get my I, my shit back in order yeah. a bit. So uh, I understand because I need you a tip top shape. Like we got to be on our a game. Oh, I don't sure. want you out there like struggling and being beat wearing down i need you to have your rest i i will say i've been striking the ball a lot better i've played a couple times since we played the first time and hitting things a lot more consistently and straight so uh i think i'll be much more of a contributor uh second time around than first time when i think we only used like two of my shots all day so well i'm excited because it took you about 14 holes to hit a good drive 
But after that, you were unstoppable. So I'm thinking that was your first time out. So now that you have a couple on your belt, I expect you to be as good on the 14th hole as the first hole now. And I got I got really high hopes for this team. I really sure. think we could. I think we could definitely shoot three under. I think it's definitely a thing. Hopefully, we could get beer out there as well. <laughs> what did we get try. last time? We uh, shot 73 last time. We shot we shot two over. Oh man, we're gonna break 69 pretty easily, I think. I mean, yeah, we we Depends shot two we over, but we played well. We might have shot 72 if Johnny moved his ball on next putt, but. <laughs> It's okay. That's all right. That was going in. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was going in, but it's okay. It looked good. Uh, Beer, how was your weekend? How's it uh, living by yourself? Oh, it's been good. Yeah. So this weekend, um, on Thursday last week, um, actually, you know, it was Friday morning, Thursday morning, Friday morning. I had to take Jenny to the airport for her army mission. Um, so now I'm on my own, living the bachelor life with my dog Francis. Um, it's been good. Um, kind of quiet, but I've been working a ton. So like, it's been like all of my time is sleeping and working and like randomly watching the white Sox and then getting angry at the white Sox and then getting excited, but then getting angry at my manager. So it's just a manager on the white Sox. So, I mean, it's just, it's a good time. <laughs> oh, not your real manager, not my real manager. No, okay. no, no, no. My, the Tony La Russa is like how, you could say you're you're nervous about a first place team. I, I shouldn't be nervous about a first place team, uh, about the manager screwing it up. So, um, yeah, no, I mean so. this weekend was chill though. This weekend was really chill. How so was he screwing it up? I guess. Oh, I really um, the White Sox. So I don't know if you guys have saw or seen the past couple of days. We beat. We've been beating the shit out of the Twins. Literally beating the absolute <laughs> poop out of them. And there was a game. <laughs> where I think we were up 10 to one in the fourth inning. So we were like absolutely slaughtering them. And then it gets 14 to one and they put a, the twins put their backup catcher in as a pitcher and he's just pitching and he's throwing like 40 miles an hour. Right. (laughs) And Yerman Mercedes, he's our like rookie who started out the season eight for eight. Remember 28 year old rookie though. Yeah. 28-year-old rookie who's hitting home runs. He's just, like, coming out crazy. Um, comes in, and the guy goes, he has a 3-0 count, and Tony Russo is yelling from the dugout to take the pitch. Yerman Mercedes hits a 400-foot deep center <laughs> the home run on this, on this backup catcher who's throwing in, like, damn. Yes. Twins are pissed. Tony La Russa is like pissed. So like, you've got like an old school manager and then like, but like your Mercedes is like, I'm not going to change the way I play. And like, so now it's like an old, old rules, like conversation that you saw with, uh, what's his face last year? Uh, Tatis jr. Like when he hit the grand slam. So like, um, I mean, at this point, like, it's just like, yeah, Tony Russa, he's making me rip my hair out. Like, nothing's wrong. Like, all you have to do is say nothing, Tony Russa. He came out <laughs> and was like, I'm sorry. He apologized to the twins. And I'm oh, like, oh, my God. Wow. Like, <laughs> Don't do that. It's like cringe. I'm like, bitch. oh, my God. And, uh, but we beat them. Uh, we beat them today. But either way, it's just like, come on. But, yeah. So, I mean, that's it's not the worst thing that could happen, but course that's what our manager is doing right now so um 
And like all of our players are are backing your Mercedes up. So Wait, nobody is supporting. Didn't you have like a lot of injuries too? Yeah. We're we're in first place. We have the we have the mo- high, best run differential in the MLB right now. We're kicking That's ass. Nice. You know, we have two of our starting outfielders are out for like months. So like we're looking great even with people dying. It's because our pitching is holding up while the bats are down, but then our bats will randomly go off. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool being a White Sox fan right now, but it's weird being up in Minnesota, being a White Sox fan. Like I wish I was in the city enjoying it with other White Sox fans. (laughs) Yeah. No Cubs, but uh, I'd go to a game with you. Yeah. I mean, we for sure look up Cubs Sox. I'm down to to do one of those. I think it's early August. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go oh, into... Oh, shit, I forgot, actually. What? I also went to a Emporium, actually went out for the first time. Oh. In a long time. I guess Whoa. I did go out in Nashville, but that's a whole different world, I would say. <laughs> Sorry, uh, smoked a little bit. Um, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, actually. I mean, it's not the usual, not the creepy crowd, the, uh, the type of people that usually don't go out all meeting up in the same place which is usually a vibe I got from Emporium usually, but uh, this time around, I mean, it was just wild. It was wild. It was like an actual like bar, not, uh, not an arcade, uh, arcade bar, but like, a, like a, bar. a club, like a club bar. It was crazy. Nice. It was fun. Did you go, were you at the, the bigger one on uh, further North Milwaukee? There's two the of them. One, the one that's in the West Loop. Oh, I didn't know there was one in the West Loop. Yeah. Sounds like a party spot. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty close to my place, actually. But, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Excited now that Chicago's actually opening up. Oh, dude, it just feels good. Um, I ate out for lunch on Sunday, and it was really nice. I'm just walking. They shut down Broadway. Everyone's drinking, eating outside, taking walks with their dogs. It was good to see the city alive again. Um, all right, let's move on to the Bears and uh, rookie minicamp in general. So rookie minicamp, I love for this reason. You get the people like Justin Fields that are all like just saying like real hard stuff, but I love it. It's like this type of stuff that I wouldn't like on any other team, but because it's on the Bears, I'm like, honestly, this man's a genius. I don't know how I came up with it. When he hit the line, when he's like, if you're not here to be a starter, I don't know what you're doing here. Like, Easy. You guys are not even in pads yet. Like, calm down. But because he's on us, I'm like, honestly, that's the only thing I want to hear. So it's great. Uh, Super happy about that. My favorite thing, though, is that they ask rookies. It's the same for uh, basketball, baseball, and uh, football now, where they just, like, interview these rookies and ask them the weirdest questions. (laughs) So they took all the Bears rookies, and they did, like, which one did you want? And I thought they were going to do like football questions. The first question was like pancakes or waffles. And it's like, whoa. Okay. And it was like, would you rather have a sports car or a truck? It's like, these are the questions we're hitting. Them with. <laughs> like, are you going to give them one or the I other? Like, or what the hell is it? I don't hard hitting journalism. Like, I thought we were gonna... It's just boring questions. But I, I love it though. I love that. It's just like, it's like rookie minicamp for everyone. Just being back. It's like the, the reporters are like shaking off the dust. Like just being like, 
uh, I don't know. Do you like staying in or going out? <laughs> they all said staying in. They all said staying in. They Everyone else like splitting in. everything. I'm like, these guys are like answering it politically. I like, I like this. Um, yeah. My favorite yeah. was uh, was Daz Newsom. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's our fifth round or sixth round receiver we drafted. He was has his press conference. And, like, he starts off the press conference. He starts talking to the first reporter. And he's like, hey, we've seen you on Twitter, like, saying you're, like, exploring all the food places. He goes, yeah, yeah, I've been exploring all the food places. He's like, you know what? It would be a great idea. Every t- every single time you guys ask me a question, you just tell me what your, like, favorite place to get food is in Chicago. <laughs> and, like, all the reporters were, like, loved it. They just mm-hmm. loved it. They were, like, he's like, hey, Dad, you like steaks? And he goes, oh, I love steaks. He goes, go get, go down to Gibson's, get yourself a Chicago cut. It was like, it was like one of those. It was, it, and he was like, all right, cool, cool. And he was like really upset that there was no Waffle House. Like that was like Daz Newsom's whole thing. He's like, he's like, I can't believe there's no Waffle House. He's like, what am I supposed to do? And uh, like, so it's just, it, it's rookie minicamp. It's like, you're only going to get like these positive vibes, especially after how great the Bears drafted. We're like, it's just great. We're coasting right now in the training camp. Like, Justin Fields talking about like starting day one. I'm like, hundred percent. Let's do it. I'm in. So I, I also like that. Um, Hayes and Nagy were like, well, we're, we might be rethinking who's going to be quarterback. Number one. And it's like, you think <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, dude, no, like, how are you even surprised? Like, yeah. What are other options? Andy Dalton and Nick Foles put out Justin Fields or you're going to get a mob on your hands. Think about it, right? Andy Dalton is learning the offense just at the same at the same time Justin Fields is, and like, I feel like you're gonna get the training camp and you're gonna know and you're gonna know who's better. Just like Russell Wilson, like I I just have this feeling. He, Justin Fields is like could have been the number one pick past couple drafts. Like, we got him at number eleven. Like that's crazy. Uh, I, I'm still in like I'm still in like awe of it. I can't believe it. I, I think, too, that they're going to start pumping him up as well because for Nagy and Pace, if they try Andy Dalton out there for half a season and they go two and six and then they put in Justin Fields, they're going to be like, okay, like you guys are done. But if they just let Justin Fields go the entire season and they go, you know, three and 14 or something like that, and they're like, well, you know, he's a rookie QB and now we got a higher draft pick and we're going to try and get some more support for him and everything like that. And everybody's like, OK, yeah, sure. We He showed some promise. Like, let's keep let's keep it going. So it's uh, they're trying to keep their jobs ultimately. So my favorite thing about this whole mini calf was if you were seeing how our defense on social media has been reacting to all these posts of our offensive rookies, it is amazing. Like like Khalil Mack was going out. And just being like, like Justin Fields is our guy. That's also, <laughs> that's also hilarious when people are like, he's my man. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like that's pretty blatant. It's like Eddie um, Jackson was on Instagram live, like at like one in the morning, our time. So it's, he's on the East coast right now. It's 2 AM. He's like, good time to be on Instagram live. And he goes, checks in. He goes, about time. The bears got a real quarterback. He straight up says that. Yeah. Eddie Jackson said that. I'm like, okay. Love he's it. probably feeling it. It was like draft draft night. So it was like really funny. Was, Remember when you met him? Yeah. At the airport. It's good. He got, I met him at McDonald's. Yeah. He had a quarter pound of cheese with fries and a Sprite it looked like a Sprite and he was dipping his fries in sweet and sour sauce. I remember that specifically. 
without wow. Eddie Jackson. So great idea. I think it's, yeah, I mean, you got a quarter pound of cheese, which is a good good sandwich. But uh, I was confused about the dipping. But you know what? Different. This is the best thing about America is the freedom. So he could free to do whatever he wants. It's America. So. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. I'm I'm excited. The very like, this is such good vibes. This is, you haven't felt this good vibes since like 2018 midseason. Like, and like we're coasting in. We'll see what happens week one. I don't know if we can throw Justin Fields at the Rams' number one defense in the NFL. Um, we'll see. I mean, if we do, fuck it, let's do it. But like, I mean, we have the off- offensive line for right now. I guess. We'll see what happens at right tackle. We cut Leno, so like that's interesting. Um, but I don't know. At this point, we're looking good. And then we also like we talk about how Jalen Ramsey is now like talking shit to Bears fans on Twitter. Yeah, what happened to that? <laughs> so, so a bunch of Bears fans. It's not even Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney has said nothing. He stayed quiet throughout this whole thing. A bunch of Bears fans keep tweeting at Jalen Ramsey, saying Week One, Darnell Mooney's gonna smoke your ass. And they keep sending. <laughs> the the videos of Darnell Mooney's like double move or like Jalen Ramsey almost falls over, but like Nick Foles misses the throw. So it's incompletion. And like, so Jalen Ramsey is like, first says he's like, it's an incomplete. He's like, it was a good double move, but it was an incompletion. So I did my job and people are like, give it like roasting him for it. It's like, <laughs> like you got smoked. And then he like came posted on Instagram or like on his Instagram stories. Like can't wait till week one. So I can shut all these bears fans up about their wide receiver too. I was like, damn, he hasn't even said anything. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like you said, living rent free. Living rent free. It's the Bears fans. I'm like, deal. Like, if we're getting in his head already, like, let's do it. (laughs) Dude, the the internet is always going to be undefeated. It's just, there's no way you can ever beat him. (laughs) And now, if you Google uh, (laughs) Jalen Ramsey's father, it's Darnell Mooney pops up. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's great. That's really funny. I mean, how nice is it to be in our position and not the Jaguars? I mean, only people are talking about Tim Tebow. It's awesome. They're all making fun of the Jaguars. Like, yeah. Like anybody, anybody would be worth a roster spot, but a 33 year old dude who played quarterback last time, like seven years ago. You know, it's good when the owner of the team comes out and was like, I don't know what we were doing. Like that's always good. It's always good to be like, I don't know what we're doing. I trust uh, Urban Meyer, and it's like, okay. Urban Meyer is taking them in a strange direction. I'm like, uh, they paid Roy Robertson Harris, and that's fine. But like, does he deserve like top third of the league starter money? I don't know. I don't know. But here's a question: Do you pick up Tim Tebow for whatever reason, or Colin uh, Kaepernick? Okay, so this is this is an actual thing that's been talked about. Yeah, the Colin Kaepernick is he one he would be coming back at his same position. He'd be coming back at quarterback, and he's terrible at quarterback. And with everything going on in the world, it would get a little too political and not anything about the actual sport, in my opinion. Whether he's right or wrong, I mean, it's he- just. Either one of them is going to be, it's a publicity stunt. Like you're not bringing Tim Tebow on because you honestly think 33 year old Tim Tebow hasn't played in the league in 10 years. At, hasn't been training. Yeah. Hasn't been training. Like, like, and it's going to be in at tight yeah. end is going to do anything. You're doing it to, to sell jerseys or bring in, you know, get attention or anything like that. So 
what which attention is going to be better, Tim Tebow or Colin Kaepernick? Right. I think yeah. he's, he's, he's from Jacksonville. Like, yeah. this is like hometown guy. It's the perfect sell. Yeah. 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 And like, also got to remember that during the Kaepernick stuff, a lot of like the owners and stuff and uh, Goodell, people were like calling him racist and stuff for like not liking the kneeing. So it's like, that's a hard one to bring back right now because it's finally been swept under the rug enough where it's like, we say we're cool with kneeling. We have the new rules in place. And it's just like, I feel like the NFL doesn't want to touch him right now. Cause it's, but besides that, he's terrible. But like maybe yeah, he wants to come like, back and be a, be a starter. Yeah, he doesn't want to be a backup. Starter. He wants to be yeah. a starter. I don't, there's no team right now that like needs a starter and is willing to look at him because like, the starters that were available is like, would you take Jameis Winston or Colin Kaepernick? Take Jameis Winston. It's like, you're going to take Andy Dalton or Colin Kaepernick. You're going to take Andy Dalton. Like, what have you done for me lately? Like, yeah. so it's just yeah. like, it's, it's, it's a tough position. We're talking about I, a guy think, that when he, when he left the league, he lost his job to Gabbert. Yeah. Like, what are we talking positions about? Positions too. We're talking about a quarterback versus a tight end, Tim Tebow, who's yeah. not yeah. like. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't even consider the fact that Tim he doesn't. Tim Tebow doesn't even have to play a tight end. Yeah. yeah. Not a QB. Yeah. It's he, like it's a publicity stuff, and like, but then again, there are so many good tight ends that are available. Like Kelvin Benjamin, just got signed. Um, our big boy wide receiver. Our big boy wide receiver. So I mean, like, did you see Popeye's tweet? at that they responded to the tweet that he came back and he just said uh, it was Popeye's and it's just like our biscuits feed the NFL players because <laughs> he, really, he got really thick it's like I love that like a fast food place that has an endorsement deal with him is like yeah we got him back in the league and he's like everyone's like he's really big now and it's like yeah but I you know love protein baby he's six six I think like big big dude so he could you know He's going to be able to block like a Mack truck. Um, yeah. Let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. Okay. We got to talk conspiracies because this stuff is actually getting a little out of control. I believe in aliens. I don't know how you guys think about aliens. I, do, but I love that we're talking is, about this. <laughs> this is getting like a little creepy. So Mark Rubio. Is that his name? Marco. The old presidential candidate. Marco Rubio. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so he went in front of the Senate and on media saying, like, we got to start talking about aliens and UFOs. Like, this is becoming, like, such a big thing that we have to start talking about it. Like, we yeah, can't no. keep pretending that they're, don't, they're not existing, they're not real. Like, we got to figure out something. And then Obama goes on uh, – Fucking Obama. He goes on Obama – doesn't go on Obama. <laughs> Obama goes on the show and they were like, so like, how crazy is this that Rubio was talking about aliens? He's like, honestly, it is not that crazy. He's I mean, like, he's seen everything. He, yeah. Obama's seen and everything. He, and yeah. he said, he said, and I quote, I'll pull up the quote. Uh, it was Barack Obama admitted that there are aliens, but he is not allowed to tell us about. His exact quote is um, I have information that would shock the American public about UFOs and aliens, but I am not allowed to tell people on air. Oh. Well, dude, you got to admit, like, this is getting a little serious, bro. We it's 
like there were those uh those what was it navy pilots now that are like basically coming out and saying we don't understand we were tracking this like a specific thing flying it was floating in the air and then in a snap of a finger was 60 miles away like how they don't understand it they're like it's thousands of years ahead of where we are that's what these naval yes people are saying that was was the u.s navy chief master at arms yeah Yeah. (laughs) so you know the head guy well think of it incredible i would say yeah yeah that's what he said they're like that's a pretty big range, a hundred to a thousand years. Yes, uh, I I saw that too. That that's the crazy. Advanced. That is the craziest thing. Like he's not even joking. He's a hundred percent serious. Like this is a hundred to a thousand years ahead of where we are technologically. He's like, yeah. oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, like the the thing could like show up to wherever like the jets, the the navy jets that were flying around. These like this, it was like a TikTok shaped thing that would show up to wherever the jets were going so it knew where they were going and it would show up in like a second it was it's crazy the things that they're saying on cnn but think of this though all these people all these comments that i've been reading is like well they're doing it for a political gain how obama cannot be president again what he has said he's done being a politician what political gain does he have for saying the ufos and aliens are real and let's be honest if there was no such thing, you'd be like, yeah, I could probably tell you on air. There's nothing like political the government- gain. Like though, like you think he would support a Republican for like any reason? Like, why would he come out and just back him? Like, Hey, I, that's a good idea. Like, yeah. this is like a, a stupid Republican saying stupid shit. Like, no, he's like, eh, he's probably got some like, so <laughs> like, like that doesn't make political gain. I, like, just, I, we gotta for me, that, that is like such a, such a stupid, like throwaway. Yeah, because Rubio said he's never going to run for president again. It's like he's happy with his spot. There's not a re-election coming for him, so it's like. Also, what does that do? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever been at the polls and been like, oh, I'm in between these two guys, but this guy, uh, this guy believes in aliens. So I got him vote <laughs> for him. Right? You're like, that's never going to happen. You're like, I disagree on him on every position he's got, but <laughs> them UFOs are an issue. I got to vote for this guy. Like. I just think it's being it's crazy that people in the government are like, hey, I know it's top secret. I know we can't say anything about it, but he's like, we should start talking about this and like doing something. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just started declassifying everything. Yeah. Or not everything, but a lot of st- stuff that's actually been recorded. One uh, one of the things I think is is interesting is like you you see this in movies where like they announce like, Hey, there's aliens and everybody kind of freaks out. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Like what's been going on? There's mass hysteria. And like, I could see them saying for like years, if they've known about this for, for a while that like, well, we don't want to cause like global panic or anything like that. But then like after the last year that we've had between fucking COVID, all the riots, everything else has gone on the insurrection Trump. They're like, maybe now's the time to do it. And now they're releasing and people are like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we're talking about it. They're all like, hey, this is kind of crazy, but we're not like mass hysteria, like rioting in the streets or anything. Killer wasp crazy. Or yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, it's like we've, already li- <laughs> yeah. we've already lived through so much in the past year. It's like, yeah, there's probably aliens. Like, cool. Let's let's hang out with them. Maybe they could help us. <laughs> one of the things one of the things that really got me intrigued is when they asked Trump about it when Trump was president. And he was like, ah, I can't really talk about it. 
He, the man who is a president that tweeted everything, tweeted about everything. If that guy's like, hey, I'm not going to talk about UFOs, like, that's like, holy shit. There's probably UFOs. I'm not saying anything. He's saying something. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But that's like crazy. We're talking about easily the most vocal president in our history. Like, if the guy that would talk about anything and everything, whenever. Yeah. And who would be like, yeah, I can't talk about it. It's like, well, that's kind of terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you you would like go after uh, Kim Jong un. But like aliens are like, well, I'm not going to fuck with them. At the the same time, though, if he was actually meeting with like some sort of alien leadership and had contact, he would for sure be tweeting that out. He'd be tweeting pictures and everything like that. He's like, look at how great I am. I'm meeting with the alien overlords here. He only only knows some information. Yeah. Yeah. He probably probably just knows knows the information given. He's never met any of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought that was a little crazy. It's just it's getting a little real when like. Honestly, you said it best, like. Why, like, what a weird common ground to find between Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't agree on anything. And, and then, like, one guy's like, hey, how funny is it that this Republican's talking about UFOs and the old Democratic president's like, I mean, <laughs> we should probably talk about it, but I can't. <laughs> Some of those like, guys are talking talk about it, but yeah. uh, I can't talk about it. But it's good that he's yeah. talking about it. Like, it's all part of the mass conspiracy that an alien invasion is going to unite the people. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. I Interesting. Have you guys heard that? World. <laughs> no. Yeah, but bring back Minutemen. <laughs> That's a deep in TikTok one. A deep, a deep TikTok oh. conspiracy theory yeah. that Johnny's oh, bringing yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, I'll cool it on the alien one. It's just for that... I was just like, this is kind of crazy that actual public figures are talking about it. Um, okay, let's go with what I believe is going to be the summer snack. Uh, Arnold Palmer is coming out with Arnold Palmer flavored fruit snacks. Uh, I already saw people, uh, what were they doing? They were like putting them in bowls and then dousing them with vodka and then freezing them and using mm-hmm. them as ice cubes in a John Daly. I was like, delicious. That's a great <laughs> wow. idea. I was like, that's, that's very great. smart. Um, I feel like a lemonade iced tea fruit snack is going to be delicious. Yeah. Did you guys ever uh, make uh, rummy beer, rummy bears in in college? Familiar with that? No. What is that? You take I made vodka bears. Yeah. Same. Same idea. Like you take uh, gummy bears and soak them in in rum, uh, and they soak it up. Um, and rummy bears. So. I think rum would have worked a lot better than vodka. It was, it was, it was the worst thing I've ever had. We did some like heinous things. Oh, this could probably work. <laughs> <laughs> so we're eating it. Like, I'm tired we're of getting all, drunk. We already poured all the vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta, eat it. Gotta eat it now. Yeah. I'm tired of getting drunk through the normal way where I just drink beers. Let me try eating it with gummy things. Okay. The only so way you could get drunk. Yeah. Arnold Palmer fruit snacks do sound delicious, but here's something that sounds absolutely disgusting. A new brand of hard seltzer came out and it was strictly just pickled flavor. Mm. Uh, I think it's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of. I think this is a conspiracy to figure out who will commit crimes because anyone (laughs) that buys this, you could just put them in cuffs. It sounds like every 
Gen Z kid is going to want to get that for sure. Just for the reason uh, that it's disgusting and they've gotten, uh, what was it? A cucumber? No, a pickle flavored what? It's a pickle flavored hard seltzer. Hard seltzer. I like pickleback it shots, is- but like not in full drink. It is called Hard Pickle. Didn't break any brain cells to make that name. I've had a lime and cucumber, but that's nowhere near what pickle. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I will say name. this though: they do have a good, uh, they do have a good uh, phrase. This is a really big dill. That's a good one. I like I that. Like that's pretty good. Good wordplay. Yeah, um, I think this is absolutely disgusting. I think it. I wish it was a joke, but it's not. Um, the next one, I'm super excited about this. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple is coming back. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the show on Nickelodeon growing up. This is one of my favorite shows. Oh, yeah. they, uh, Purple Barracudas was always my team. Um, I loved it. Uh, so supposedly they're coming back with adult games and children games. I mean, there's six teams. There's four of us. Let's get two more and get on TV. I'd love to do those obstacle courses. They look so much fun. Absolutely. What? I mean- what are they gonna do for like the uh, adult adult ones though? Like, is it gonna be just think, like bigger or like more like wipeout? I think out? it's gonna be the same exact set, but for adults. Oh, okay. I don't know, but mm. that's just what I'm thinking of. So this had me thinking: if you could bring back an old show from our childhood, what would you want to bring back? A game show or just like any show? Like any show from our youth. Hmm. Like, uh, I was thinking that Guts would be a really good one to bring back. Which one? Guts. Guts. It was kind of like... It's kind of like Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's kind of like Legends of the Temple. What's the other one? Uh, Gladiator? American Gladiator? Is that what it was called? Yeah. (laughs) It it was kind of like that, but for kids. But with a lot of slime. One thing I, that got canceled was Deadliest Warrior, and that was when oh, they would yeah. they would they would take like the two like just two warriors that would be from around the world like they'd take an Aztec warrior and then oh, like a true. knight a feudal knight yeah. and they'd have them like fight <laughs> like they would go through the science and the physics and all the uh, analytics of uh, who would win. It was very exactly, I remember that. My favorite part of that show was like they had a doctor on staff. So after they'd test out a thing on, like, a dummy, it, it, they would have taken, like, an axe straight to his head. The head's co- clean off, and the doctor has to come up and be like, yeah, so uh, this guy's dead. Like, yeah, 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 we're aware. Check the pulse, Doc. <laughs> yeah, the doctor had the easiest job of all time. It would be, like, an arrow right through the heart, and he's like, I don't think he's walking more than 5 to 10 feet. And you're like, okay, yeah, I think yeah, that's what happened. That's, yeah. My favorite one is they did the Mafia episode. And it was like they had a hundred round mag on a Tommy gun and they shot it like the gelatin dummies. And the doctor came up and he's like, honestly, there's so many holes that I can't count. You're like, yeah, cause it's a hundred rounds. <laughs> it's a Tommy and the guy gun. stood four feet away. Like, yeah, he's, he's going to hit him with a lot of those rounds. I'm pretty sure that was the one where it was the mafia versus the Nazis. It was just, they had these awesome <laughs> co- like people fighting each other. Like they had Al Capone and then first a bunch of Nazis, like with a bunch of, like, it was like, like, I love this. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> it was actually versus the Yakuza. Oh, yeah, it was Yakuza. the mafia versus the Yakuza. Nice. Um, my favorite one is Al Capone walks into the bar and the guy just shows up with the sword and Al Capone <laughs> just shoots him. <laughs> 
And it was like <laughs> one down pretty easily. Like it was just like, you're going to have to sneak up with a sword. He like literally like stood across the factory and just started running. And I'm El Cabone's like, okay. Um, uh, okay. What's the other one I got? Oh, the last one I got is music festivals are back. Um, I called it. Uh, the Lala tickets are still on sale right now. Um, the lineup came out today getting a lot of heat, a lot of heat. My favorite comment, I sent it to the group, was I rather I rather sign Mike Glennon to a max deal than this trash. <laughs> uh, that's pretty bad. And that's but not wrong. But the lineup is pretty. Yeah, no, it, there's not. It's not great. Johnny, we could go see Yellow Claw. And Ooh, for that one song that we listened to, one <laughs> song, the one song, and then there's Marshmallow. That's that's the only other one that I'm like, I would be stoked to go see. I would actually want to see Brockhampton. Brockhampton, oh, yeah, dude, I, I showed you them. You got to come with me. But oh, here's biased. what I saw when I first saw the lineup. I looked through it and I was like, oh my god, I love this lineup. And I realized it's like, wow, people are probably not going to like it because I'm very hip hop heavy, and it is super hip hop heavy. Yeah. Five out of the nine headliners are rap. Yeah, that was that was uh, the main reason I didn't like it is like it is like I understand that like if you try and appeal to everybody, you end up appealing to nobody kind of thing. And they've definitely transitioned more in the last few years from like 10 years ago. It was a rock festival and now it's not, yeah. which is totally fine. And like particularly in Chicago, like we have so many other music festivals that have popped up for, um, you know, you've got Riot Fest, which is a lot of uh, rock and a lot of um, like punk music. Pitchfork is indie music, um, North Coast or um, Spring Awakening for EDM, that sort of stuff. So, like, does Bonnaroo have any type of like typical theme or genre? Uh, Bonnaroo, Bonnaroo usually just has a good mix. It used to be more jam bands, but they've kind of gone away from that mm -hmm. in, in years past. But, like, at least in Chicago, you've got that good mix of stuff. But with this one, I was yeah. just like, it normally I could find at least, you know, a headliner, a sub headliner, and then several others that I'd be willing to go to. And like, maybe yeah. they'll get me for a day or two, if not the whole weekend. But with this one, it's like, besides Foo Fighters, uh, I mean, Journey would be cool to see. Limp Biscuit is going to be there. Um, you know, there's not much, <laughs> there's not much that was compelling to me. So I'm probably going to pass. I'll probably go for, for all a day. the, for all the people that are struggling if they're going to buy a day or not. Uh, I wrote some bands that are kind of in the middle of the lineup that I really liked. Uh, check out Boy Pablo. This is, goes for you guys, too. Boy Pablo is really good. They're just a group of teenagers from the Netherlands that uh, they just have, like, fun rock music. It's actually really cool. Um, Oliver Tree, uh, he has a bull cut, but he makes good music. Uh, <laughs> those aren't rap. So I was going strictly off rap. Uh, Limp Biscuit is being slept on. I'm telling you. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people like, What's Limp Biscuit doing there? I was ecstatic. I was sitting here looking at the lineup with Kayla, and she's like, what the hell is Limp Biscuit doing here? I was like, that was one of the things I start. I was like, I <laughs> like Limp Biscuit. I'll give it all for the nookie. What Come is, on. What is Limp Biscuit? You don't, well, I'm not going to go into the meaning of it. This <laughs> no, is a no. family podcast. No, I got that. I mean, I've never heard of them. You've heard of really? Limp Biscuit. Yes, you've you heard of Limp Biscuit. You've, you've, you've heard right? some of their top songs. I'm sure, I, I'm sure yeah. to heard it i just don't recognize it was big and they were big in like the late 90s early 2000s um they were the uh they were the concert at woodstock 99 that when they played their song break shit it started the riot which is kind of crazy that a song break shit 
and then the lead singer going, no, seriously, break shit. Yeah, no, they broke shit. <laughs> Started a riot. There was a big fire. It wasn't it wasn't the best. Uh, who else did I have on here? Oh, Kay Trinata is really good. He's a producer. Um, I think those are all the ones besides the headliners. Jimmy Eat World, I mean, come on. They always are good for one of those. Love Steve you. Aoki, get out of here. Modest Mouth is pretty good. Brockhampton, amazing. Polo G, I couldn't be more excited for. Oh, my God. I, I like it, but it's so rap-heavy that if you don't like rap, you're not going to enjoy the lineup at all. Um, but I'm 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 interested to see what the crowds bring. I think like, see, yeah, that was that was part of my thinking for like. So we do have to remember <laughs> that like they they canceled Lollapalooza last year, so they're probably trying to recoup a lot of losses. So in their mind, they're like, we just got to sell as many. We got to sell this thing out. And what's the number one way that we could sell it is by catering to you know like so, a few specific genres. Um, so like if they do rap heavy and um, EDM heavy, you're going to get a lot of people, a lot of young people uh, in the city and from the suburbs who want to go to it. And I think that's, I mean, successful. Uh, and go it, for more than one day too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, yeah, you're going to cater to specific group. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, good, smart move by them. As of right now, I did just check. They're still on the second tier of tickets only. There's three tiers for each level. They're still only on the second tier for ga um this is the easiest year i've ever gotten uh, a general admission it's just like the cheapest ticket for four days i mean each tier what's the difference uh the price so it goes from 350 to 375 to 400 oh like the early bird Mm -hmm. yeah okay that's my favorite thing lollapalooza i got an early bird one time the next year they said no more early birds and then they started tiers which Kind of early birds, but <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's just a rebrand for the exact same thing. Yeah, okay. Got it. Um, all right, let's go to the rank. So the rank is going to be the hardest championships to win out of the big four sports. So the big four is obviously hockey, baseball, basketball, and football. Uh, beer. Let's have you go first. Oh, man. Okay. Um, hardest championships. Okay. That's That's really tough. Okay. So I'm going to put number four as basketball because I don't like basketball. And all you new, all you really need is like one or two really, really good players. And then you can go win a championship um, in basketball. And it's, it's apparent because like the players run the league now. It's like, I don't know. It's not fun to watch basketball in my opinion, but I'm sure a lot of our viewers will disagree. But um, I'll put basketball as number four. Number three, I'm going to put, hockey um because i think i don't know (laughs) i don't really know much about how hard it is to win a hockey championship i'm sure it's incredibly hard um sure it has a lot to do with who you draft and how you develop your players and everything (laughs) like that but um going into number three number two and number one Number two, I'm going to actually say number two is football, probably football. I think it's still football. Um, you need a couple couple really, really good players, and they can still carry you to a championship. Like Aaron Rodgers will take you to an NFC championship every single year for the Packers, and like the team is like, okay, pretty average some years, but like he'll be the, the difference maker. But number one, I think it's the hardest is baseball. You got 162 games you got to play. 
You got to play them well. Every single game, you need to manage your players in between games. You need to manage, like, it's so much more difficult than just showing up and playing. And then it's, you have to really, really manage everything for an entire, basically half a year of, of playing. And then you get in the playoffs and it's quick series compared to the 160, 162 game season. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy, I think baseball is definitely the hardest when someone wins the world series, like you won the world series. Yeah. I mean, there's, I've just felt like at a young age, there's just so many more kids to playing baseball rather than, you know, actually playing hockey, having to get the equipment and finding mm-hmm. an ice rink and even just the availability. Maybe in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Northern Minnesota. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or Minnesota. <laughs> uh, beer, you could popcorn to whoever you want. Popcorn Johnny. I'm going to go number four, also the NBA, because it just, yeah, it's too much of a show. And uh, again, I, I just, I just don't watch. I think maybe if the Bulls were good, I would watch more, but, and not to take any credit for obviously for past championships, obviously Michael Jordan, it was incredible what he did three peating two times. Um, but now I just feel like it's the league is just so different. Um, I just rather watch football to be honest. Mm-hmm. So number four, but the question is how hard is it? I, st- I still think it's the easiest of the four <clears throat> just because I, I don't know. I feel like they're traded around. Like it's nothing. You can just happen to land on a championship. Team. Um, how many active players actually are allowed on a NBA team? 12. 12? 12, Only 12? I think it's 12 on a playoff roster. Sounds right. It's crazy. I guess you consider practice squad and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, M- NBA number four. Number three, NHL. Uh, kind of for the same reasons, too. It's not as many people playing. Uh, never played hockey, so it's kind of hard to say. <laughs> um, it's hard to judge how hard it is to win a hockey judge, championship. Right, like, like, <laughs> I guess, like, what do you mean hard? <laughs> I need more context. But. It's still so hard being a Blackhawks fan. I mean, we went eight years where we won four, so. Yeah, that was easy. That was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it looked easy. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, number two, the NFL. And number one, the MLB. Nice. Mostly because of the number of kids and collegiate players all trying to get into the major leagues. That would be insane. If you think about it, you have, you have the major leagues and then you have four minor league systems for each of those teams that they're constantly managing and moving players up and down. Yeah. Like that's insane. (laughs) That's crazy. It's nuts. Imagine if any other sport had something like that. So hockey kind of has that and the bulls kind of have it but nothing to the extent that the world series it's called the world series yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think it deserves a number one spot all right Uh, who do you want nick all right uh number four nba i'm in agreement with you guys the biggest thing when i was thinking about this rank the biggest thing that keep that kept coming back to was like in my 30 years of life uh, Jordan won six championships. 
LeBron has won four. Steph Curry's won two or three. Tim Duncan's won two or three. Like, there's half of your championships, more than half of it right there, just between, like, four players. Like, and a lot of them have been repeats. Um, so, yeah. By far the easiest. Number three, uh, this was a little tougher, though. Uh, I think uh, Super Bowl NFL uh, is number three. Um, I think if you're if you're a first place team, you get that first round by, you get home field advantage at the playoffs. You have to win two games, and then you're in in the Super Bowl. Um, just and you get and then you get two weeks off before the Super Bowl. I, I, you know, it's just not as it's not as grueling. Um, you have kind of like basketball. You have the one player who can really make a difference. If you got Tom Brady. You're probably gonna have a really good shot of winning the Super Bowl, um, and if you don't have a quarterback, I mean, you could still win it. But it's just there, there's a lot of emphasis on one position. Yeah, you could get, be on the practice squad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long as you have Tom Brady at the helm, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. n- number two, I'm gonna go hockey. Um, hockey's a grind. Uh, I feel like anytime I've watched playoff hockey, which has just mainly been when the Blackhawks are good. Uh, they always have like multiple games in the first round that are going into overtime and then it goes into double overtime and triple overtime. And then two days later, they got to play another game and that's a best of seven series from the get go. And you've got what, like four series before you get to the Stanley cup finals. Like it's, that's a grind. It's like, it takes like a month and a half to do the playoffs. Like that's kind of crazy. It was tough for me too, between the NHL uh, and the NFL. Yeah. So, um, that's number two, and then number one, baseball, for sure, by far. Um, I mean, there's been, there hasn't been a single repeat champion it, uh, since uh, the Yankees did it in like the late '90s or something like that. In the last twenty years, like it's very, very hard to repeat. The biggest factor for me in this one was the Astros literally cheated, mm-hmm. and they could only win one championship. Like we're cheating for multiple seasons and could only win one championship. It's like you can even try cheating and you're it's still gonna be really tough for you. Um yep. over 162 games, playoffs and everything like that. So that's a good point actually, with the repeat championship. Yeah. Didn't think of that. All right, Joe. Uh, mine mine is NBA is number four strictly because of super teams. Uh as soon as I saw it with Kevin Durant, it really became apparent to me. Couldn't win a championship with the Thunder. He went to the Warriors, immediately won it. Yeah, that's uh, what my name did as well. That's I mean, like Michael, so Jordan, Michael Jordan had pretty much super teams. I know people don't like to say it, but it's just, I mean, him, For sure. Pippen, and Rodman. Her, I mean, it was a Q coach. I mean, it was, it was insane. It was insane yeah. how good our Bulls team was. We didn't just win off, like, grit or plays. It was, we had the talent. Uh, number two, I'm going to get, or I'm sorry, number three, I'm going to put the Super Bowl. Uh, because you only have to win one game. Uh, just because it's only one game and not a best out of seven series, I feel like it's hard. I know it's very hard. All these are hard to win the championships. No one's saying that they're not. But I just think because it's one game, a quarterback or a certain player can really take over. Uh, I just can't really give it to it too high. Uh, the Stanley Cup is coming in at number two. Stanley Cup uh, hockey playoff is some of the most exciting sports to ever watch. Uh, the fact that, you know, a line is on the light or ice for maybe a minute at the longest is crazy to me how they keep coming in and off the bench. They're switching up lines mid-game. I think that's always a really cool thing. I also like that, uh, you know, there's different, like, I like the, um, 
I like that there's overtime for it's like a single goal because there's some about overtime hockey where you're just like, oh my god, like it could it could happen in like Should like we it? saw this week. First three playoff games all went to overtime. The next day, two of them went to overtime. One lasted two periods. One lasted uh, what was it, eleven seconds? So it's like you just never know what you're gonna get. So I think it's really crazy. Number one, I gotta give to the World Series. I couldn't agree more with the, what everyone said. It is such a long season. It's so grueling. You're constantly moving people up and down. It is a, to me, it is the most full team. Your fielding's got to be on point. Your pitching's got to be on point. Uh, your hitting's got to be on point. Base running's got to be on point. And if one of those things slack, it is really, really hard to beat a better team in a seven-game series. Yeah, like both of our championships, like 2005 White Sox, like they absolutely destroyed on defense. We're fine on offense, destroyed as pitching. For the Cubs, like the incredible, incredible offense with still really good p- pitching and really good defense that like led everything. It's like those teams dominated, like mm-hmm. dominated. So like, and it makes sense. Like and you it, need that. And it's yeah. only one year it happens too. Yeah. And, and, it, you and have in my that, opinion, like that position too, because you can't, put out Arietta like six times in a row. No, he's, he needs yeah. to rest. Mm-hmm. So you need to have depth. I also think the World Series and baseball in general is really, really hard to get flukes. Like in baseball, you could shoot a half court, uh, you know, just a heave up there to win a game. Uh, the Super That's Bowl, you could win on a lucky Hail Mary. Uh, the Stanley Cup, that's a lot of skill. Um you know, a goalie has an off night and they just screw you over, even though you're playing really good defense and offense. Like if your goalie's not standing on their head, that's having rough. It's like for baseball, I don't know what it is. I just really think you got to be on your A game, especially to win seven games. Cause it was really tough when the Cubs won, because I thought the Indians were as good of a team, at least like pretty equal, maybe even a little better. And you saw it. It was just any of those games before game seven, any team that, had mistakes always lost the game like it was never like a fluke where it was like a drop ball or a drop third strike beer and uh i'm just joking i'm just joking but that, that's why i had that uh, we destroyed i mean we, come on <laughs> we we had a great world series great great playoffs too but yeah, yeah but it's i couldn't like, go without bringing that up I mean, it's heads up play. Heads up play. <laughs> but I, you know, I had to. I had to bring that up. As a Cubs fan, you gotta gotta shoot your shot. Sure. Um, all right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Um, this rank. Oh, sorry. This rank was actually not my idea. We put a poll on our Instagram. Uh, thank you all. We had about fifty DMs and comments for the rank ideas. I can't promise that we all get them all. Um, who did this one come from? Let me give them a shout out real quick. Who did this come from? Got I'm actually going to take mine back. I need to put NHL at number two. I forget there's fighting. <laughs> fighting is allowed. They literally fight <laughs> yeah. the NHL. One of the most exciting moments in sports, I think, is the goalies fight. Wow. Holy shit. Why are they fighting? Why are they it makes talking no shit? Sense. <laughs> they can't even hear each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's I, I, found, I found out who was it. Uh, thank you, um, it is uglyman.wo. <laughs> that, is, that is his Instagram. Go give him some love. It was love a very good rank man. idea. Uh, like I said, we got about 50 or 60. We will try to go through them all. You're not an ugly time. man. You're a beautiful man. 
Yeah. Um, please, we'll we'll post that once a week. Uh, comment what viewers are, and we can definitely choose it. So thank you guys very much for listening. Be safe out there, and we'll see you next week.